0: The views on this program do not reflect those of ONTV or its Board of Directors. Welcome to OAA Now, your home for Oakland Activities Association news and information. Here's your host, Sammy Taramina. Hey, hey, good morning, everyone. It is the, what, the 11th of January already? And and we're here in the studio, once again, OAA Now on a Monday. Sammy, how are you, buddy?
1: I'm hanging in there, you know. Um, a lot of it was a crazy week. I mean, like <laughs> crazy, um, crazy regional final rounds. Um, we had one team having to go four hours up to Northern Michigan. Um, another team pulled off a miracle at 34th Street. <laughs> yeah, come back, and then um, and then another team looked really dominant this weekend.
0: Yeah. So uh, playoffs are in motion. We've got some uh, stuff to talk about about that. Uh, mm-hmm. We also have. Uh, the other teams that are in action or going to be in action this week. In, volleyball
1: this week. I mean, you got Clarkson Grand Blanc.
0: Yeah, that's going to be a great matchup. And we have swimming and diving. The finals are finally here, here at Lake yep. Orion High School. And mm-hmm. I believe uh, so far um, we have some good news, too, about one of the football games in the semifinals going to be carried by Fox Sports, right?
1: Yeah, Fox Sports Detroit. Um, we're going to talk that game. Um we got some very interesting um games, of course. We got the football roundup, of course. Um it'll be very interesting to see what happens. Um here's the football roundup for the um for the first um weekend of the regional final. Round. Absolutely. Here
0: we go, the roundup. All right, as Sammy said, we had some football over the weekend and boy did we have some crazy games. Yes, uh, we did. We did. <laughs> To put it mildly, uh, one was kind of expected, the other one not so much, and uh, a turnoverville. So let's start with uh, some of the good news. Oak Park continues their magical run through the playoffs this year, topping Livonia Churchill 30 to 23 in a miracle. Oak Park this
1: was this had a ton of <laughs> drama. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, hey, that makes for a good game, right? So what do, so we have here the, the write-up that you sent me here. It says, Oak Park trailed 23-20 with less than a minute remaining. Livonia Churchill decided to give Oak Park an intentional safety to change field position, right?
1: Right. Well, I don't know why they do that.
0: Hey, uh, it happens sometimes, and sometimes the gamble works. So James Burnley found Armani Harris for the game-winning 41-yard touchdown pass with 41 seconds left in the game. So they give them the two point, uh, the the safety for two points, get a better opportunity to kick off to Oak Park to right. try to pin them deep. Did right. not happen. Couple plays later, the miracle pass, forty one yard touchdown, diving catch in the end zone. Yes. And Oak That's Park the took the lead with forty one seconds to go.
1: Yes, and that was crazy. I mean, like. I'm looking at it on Twitter, I'm saying to myself, Are you freaking kidding me? You know, <laughs> when Harris made that patch, I'm going like, Oh my god, what the <laughs> heck happened here? And I can just imagine Coach Greg Carter and those kids. My God.
0: Well, and that goes to the the run they're making through this postseason, right? I mean, it's fitting. It's it's I wanna say it's it's Surprising that that happened, but it's really not. I mean, these guys are really oh. believing their plan. They're, they obviously bounced back from the layoff and mm-hmm. executed an amazing play with just 41 seconds to go and that took the crazy. lead and won the game 32-23. Some of the statistics you've thrown out there, we had what? Uh, Burnley had three touchdowns, two in the air, and one rushing along with two two-point conversions.
1: Yeah, K- that K- was huge.
0: Kayshawn Jackson. Yeah, go ahead. He's
1: changed. I'm telling you, Burley's changed. He's a changed quarterback. I'll tell you. From what he was in the red compared to the postseason, totally different animal.
0: Hey, uh when you have confidence, sometimes you you, you play like uh play out of your mind, right? hmm So we have uh where are we at? Uh Kayshaun Jackson had a twenty one yard touchdown reception on fourth down and thirteen. So it was yep. a right. So and uh Buana Miller had twenty nine yard rushing touchdown. The Knights forced three turnovers Gavin Brooks uh, had two passing touchdowns and an interception for Churchill. So mm-hmm. just an amazing finish to that uh, that game. They move on to the semis against...
1: One deal, Sal. We're going to talk that game in a couple minutes.
0: Interesting game. It's interesting matchup. Mat- matchup, excuse me. It is mm-hmm. Monday. All right. It is So, Monday. so the, the one game we all picked... Uh, that uh, the OAA would have a W in. It happened in, in a big way. West Bloomfield, 52 over Romeos, 14. Donovan Edwards went off, had four rushing, rushing touchdowns, two for 10 yards, one for 85, and another for eight, and a total mm-hmm. of 245 on the ground. And he was just stellar in that, that game.
1: Well, look at what he's done. I mean, Donovan Edwards is probably... In my opinion, the best running back in the state of Michigan. That's not even close.
0: Well, he had you ten know? touchdowns over the uh, was the last two games.
1: Yeah, ten touchdowns against two quality good teams in Sterling Heights, Stevenson, and Romeo. I mean, two national opponents.
0: What do we have? You know? Yeah, absolutely, and uh, ten touchdowns over the last two games is which is cr- a crazy statistic. And uh, Alex uh, Short had a twenty-two yard passing touchdown to uh, Michael Williams. Uh, Marcus Carter had a 48-yard touchdown run. Um, Elam had a 97-yard...
1: Elam. Elam. Elam
0: had a 97-yard kickoff return for a touchdown. Jake Ward, 32-yard field goal. Jordan Hoskins had 12 tackles to lead West Bloomfield on the defensive end. Logan Rolfe had 122 passing yards and, eight, and an 18-yard uh, passing touchdown uh, to uh, Gorlowski for Romeo. So just a dominating performance... By uh, West Bloomfield, the Lakers are firing on all cylinders, as we expected. And uh, they move on to face another uh, tough competition in the semis.
1: They got to go down to Belleville. It's not an easy game. Yeah, down down to Belleville,
0: too. Undefeated Belleville. Yep. All right, last game of the weekend for uh, the OAA football crew. Traverse City Central 50, North Farmington 22. North, right, North Farmington led 10 to six at half, but was outscored 44 to 12 in the second half. The Raiders had five turnovers, including two that went for touchdowns and one on the kickoff. Uh, yeah. Justin Whitehorn, 26 carries for 135 yards and 135 yards in a touchdown. and uh, it was a Jacob uh, Busamra had was 17 of 30 for 234, which is respectable, with two passing scores and four. Interceptions. It looks like the turnover bug was kind of their undoing in this matchup against uh, Central.
1: Yes, and it was. And I, and I think when you look at the difference, it, Travis Travis Central has got a very good defense, of course. He had two off in that defense, but but with North Farmington, the thing was they had to play it simple. And in that second half, I mean like things just fell apart, went south. I mean, they were leading um they were leading ten, six at halftime. I mean, like they had yep. Everything changed in that middle of the third quarter. And, and one of the uh, worries
0: we had, Sammy, was uh, the weather up there. You never know what you're going to get just off the lake, and right, it, off it lake seemed lake like Michigan it was it, it, Church, it, yeah. it was not a it was not a factor. It was just a little bit cloudy, and uh, the turnover yeah. bug bit them. And that's that's all she wrote.
1: That's all she wrote. And I think we're going to go more in depth of this game. I think that um, you know the difference was with the turnovers and uh, the fact that Travis City Central played. Uh, they played well. I mean, Traversy is such a good football team for a reason. I mean, they're going to score points in bunches. And um,
0: when you look at what happened and that they game, did. obviously. And they did. So, well, we uh, have here, what, what do you have right down here? Dez Blanche, 32-yard touchdown reception, and Aaron Rice, 15-yard touchdown reception. Justin Bryant had two interceptions for North Farmington. Two interceptions yeah. for yeah, North I mean, Farmington.
1: Yeah, they in that game.
0: Yeah, a lot of turnovers. Uh, Josh uh, Bunram, uh, four touchdowns, three passing, and two interceptions. He had a fumble recovery for a touchdown. Austin, Bi- Austin Bills had a rushing touchdown, and Carson Boudreaux, Herberto, had a rushing touchdown and interception for Central. So that yep. that is the roundup for this past weekend. Football playoffs. <laughs> All right, so that's the I mean, roundup. We are here to dis- digest what the heck happened uh, during those football games. It sounds like a lot went down, Sammy.
1: Yes, it did. Oak, I want to get—I want talk Oak Park. I mean, I just wrote a column on Oak Park as well. I mean, like, to describe the run they've been in. Um, when you look at the Knights, obviously, when you look at Oak Park um, – your journey, of course, let's not forget, this team was 0-6. Yes. They were 0-6. They were getting beaten up in the red. and played against the likes of Broughton, Lake Orion, Oxford, South American Tech, and West Bluefield. And then this program, under Coach Greg Carter, has had a history of playoff um, collapses. Um, yeah.
0: And not only did they look bad, or, I mean, they were losing, but they didn't look good doing it. I mean, they looked pretty bad. It was... I mean, they had. They were some... coming
1: off of forty-seven nothing after to Clarkston, and yes. no momentum heading the goal points out. <laughs> Who you saw? Know? Yeah, I mean, exactly. I mean, but I really think the difference for Oak Park, to be honest with you, is Rashawn Benny. I can't tell you how important Rashawn Benny has been for the Knights. I mean, he was hurt during the season. He was hurt, um, got into a um, car accident. Yeah, had a he had, had knee surgery. Um, you know, they thought Oak Park, um, Carter, and the crew thought the season removed moved to spring, but they moved it to the fall. So Benny had to recuperate during the season. Now, what has helped Oak Park in this run, you know, was the fact that everybody made the playoffs. Yes. Everybody, you know, if they, if the, if if it was the crew format, they would not be able to make the playoffs. So. When you look at what Oak Park's path has been, I mean, they've had to go to Growth Point South, had to go to U.D. Jesuits, had to go to Wyandotte, and then the voted Churchill. Yeah. Tough road, man. Yeah. We're in a black black helmet, white uniform, red elbows, and red pants. That's what they've been wearing the entire playoffs.
0: Well, uh, because they've been on the road, right? I mean, they've been the underdog for each each game they've played, correct?
1: Mm Mm-hmm. And, I, and when you look at Oak Park, I mean, like, this team really has a um, I mean, Jay burley has been a different player. Um, Damian Perth's been a different player. Um, they've got they – got – Jackson's been a different player. Amari Harris has been a different type player um, in this postseason. And, you know, Oak Park is playing with nothing to lose. I mean, they're playing with absolutely nothing to lose. They want to be the first team to pull off the worst the first. Um, <laughs> you know, kind of mantra, you know, and, you know, and, you know, you know, this is the first regional title in school history, right? No,
0: no, you didn't know that of all of all the teams they've thrown out there that were so good. This is Mm -hmm. the first one.
1: This is the first regional title in school history. Wow. I wrote on my, I wrote on the column, of course, Oak Park's playoff losses from 2012, to 2019. Um, They lost 10, 6 to 1 in the regional final. Lost 14-18 UD Jesuit in the district final. That's in 2013. 2014, they lost 14-13 to Southfield High School Close. in the district final. 2015, they lost 38-14 to Southfield in the first round. Mm. 2016, they lost 34-7 to Trey Martin Luther King in the district final. 2017, they lost 14-7 to Warren D. The Sound in the regional final. 2018, they lost 35-7 to Warren DSL in the division final, and then last year they lost 12-6 to Farmington in the first round. So, a
0: lot of close games fun. in that that run there of losses. Mm-hmm, a lot of close games.
1: Here's the thing: Coach Carter's had a lot of great teams. He's had a lot of great teams come out the start, but the problem was, you know, it's the, it's been the postseason disappointment, you know. So now you're looking at okay, we I've had we've had, they've had a miserable off season. They've had a miserable. They have a miserable regular season. So when you look at Oak Park, um, so when you look at Oak Park's run um, this time around, I mean, like they they had a miserable regular season, but the postseason they're turning it around. So this that's huge, you know. And that, that also, is...
0: and that speaks to like the depth of the team. I mean, uh, like <laughs> there's other teams we've seen through the OAA and through the playoffs, uh, other schools that. That. I mean, uh, how many players played for North Farmington? Uh, You said 28, 28. right? So, yeah. And and it's something that we talked about before the season got underway when we had our parade (laughs) of uh, OAA coaches in here talking about their teams and looking forward to the season and such. As they were talking Mm -hmm. about, you know, having depth. If you have depth, you have room for injuries and that sort of thing. And with Oak Park, you can see that injuries just decimated them and probably took a lot of their conf- confidence away going into well, the, the regular season. Well, the injury to season.
1: betting was huge. The injury to betting was huge for them, I mean, like, during the regular season. But when they got them back and they said they, they were whole now, they were healthy, they said, okay, let's make, let's make a run here at this thing. We can do this. And the fact that they have what they've done and all this on the road, you know what I mean? Not okay. even at Oak Park. I mean, like, this has all been on the road. You know, Oak Park has had a ton of frequent flyer miles this year. <laughs> they've had to go to Clarkson, they had to go to Lake Orange, they had to go to Oxford. Um, They've had to go, Um, and they had to go in the regular season, in the postseason, North Point South, UAD Jesuit, Wyandotte, um, and then the Bowling Churchill. Of course, you know, think about that going through much of Detroit. That is not easy what they've been doing. And they're playing with nothing to lose, and that's how Parkson playing. I mean, you look at of course, um, at this this team, and like um, they're fighting for each other. They, they're they're fighting for each other, and uh, that's yeah. the bottom line here. Yeah, and and, and, old park.
0: and you can tell, and uh, to be able to pull off these Ws the way they have been over the last, uh, I can't say several weeks, but we'll say several games here in the playoffs, is that they they're finding that there's another gear or another I don't know man like sometimes you have to re- dig really deep to get to, to believe in yourself to the point where you're like okay let's go for it a 41 yard touchdown bomb on third and some change with forty with 40 seconds to go and see what happens that's called trust uh, in one another right I mean to to throw that mm-hmm. ball up and say go get it. And for Oak Park to come down with it, you know, like you said, a diving catch and to dial that up from the sidelines, you know, by coach, you know, it's um, it, it's I, what I would love to sit in the pregame huddle with those guys for that pep talk. Wouldn't you? And then the half oh, sure. and then the halftime, I I'd, I'd just love to be a fly on the wall with that team as uh, that game was unfolding or just before kickoff. I just love to see what was going on in the atmosphere with those guys because you know it's got to be just amazing. I mean, just hyper-focused of what they're doing because if you're not focused, you're not mm-hmm. doing the things they're doing.
1: No, and, you know, I remember the, I remember seeing old Park Week 2 against Lake Oregon. I remember that, you know, that I remember talking to Coach Cutter saying that they were struggling, you know, trying to find identity. Um, I told them, you know, just hang in there, stay positive, you know. <laughs> I mean, like, I had a feeling, to be honest with you, I'll, I'm going to admit this. I'm going to admit oh, this there. Oh. You're not going to say
0: you th- saw this coming.
1: I'm going to admit this. I had hints that this team was going to have – they, they were going to knock out growth points out. I didn't expect Ooh. to make this run, but I had hints they were going to knock out growth points out. Mm. So, but – this Royal Oak Park has made is just absolutely insane. <laughs> if they can get by and if they can get to Ford Field, think about this. If, if they can get to Ford Field, yeah, that would be absolutely insane to <laughs> see a team that started off 0 6 and get to Ford Field would be just crazy. Yeah. We got a very tough pass, though. With Warren D. and South coming up. We're going to talk about them in a little bit. Yeah. But, but yeah, like that, you
0: saying, I mean, with the change in the format of the playoffs, mm-hmm. right, this year, yeah. because of all this mess we're dealing with, um, it, yes. it's got to be the first time ever. Wouldn't you say? Yeah. It's I mean, the
1: first it, time ever. I mean, now this opens up the Oak Park's run and see the open up the debate. I mean, should everyone make the playoffs? I mean, this. It would be very interesting, like let's say the MHA was very successful with this format and um and say, Okay, you know, give everybody a chance to make a run in the playoffs. If Oak Park, if, if we had the current twenty nineteen format or last year's format, Oak Park would not even be in the playoffs yeah. right
0: now. We wouldn't even we wouldn't be able to enjoy this run they're on no. and uh continue to you know support uh, our football teams you know just just having this story for uh the uh season of covid it it validates everything that the coaches and the players and the families and everybody who's been saying about sports right during this mm-hmm. time you, it's got to be uplifting it's got to be just a jazz i mean just an amazing time for those uh, who are following these guys back at oak park and the whole whole city and everybody just getting behind this squad. It's just we we've never seen anything like it before. That's no, the... we've, never, that's seen,
1: we've the... <laughs> never seen we've never seen things happen where a team that was left for dead like Oak Park was <laughs> made this incredible run where yeah. I I mean like this is I don't think anybody can ever duplicate this ever again. I I don't know any any in, in the season if if Old Park were to be Coming, if Oak Park were to get to Ford Field, um, it's gonna be. I'm gonna be going like, man.
0: I mean, just to get it, just to get in the building. Yeah,
1: just to get in the building.
0: It's one thing, like you said, it doesn't. This is gravy at this point. They're playing with house money, (laughs) like I've never seen. Yeah, they they keep uh, they keep coming up uh, aces, man, and it's it's amazing, and it's been a ton of fun. Let's uh, move on. Let's move on to West Bloomfield.
1: Yeah, this was a team that I expected would do some damage. Um fifty-two points. Um again dominant. Always look dominant. Two forty-five rushing, four touchdowns. Yeah. I mean but West let's, let's not forget they got others too that could do some damage as well. Um in the last two weeks in the and la- the postseason, in the last eight weeks. Um, last eight opponents, Westbrook here, went up against. Since that overtime loss to Clarkston, yeah,
0: they have
1: outscored their opponents by a combined three twenty-three to thirty. Wow! Including a one fifteen to twenty mark in the postseason. I mean, only allowed is, twenty
0: points in the postseason.
1: Yeah, twenty points in the postseason. I mean, you know, so when you look at the Lakers' success, I mean, like. They're scoring it well. I mean, Diamond Edwards has been a huge factor. Um, Alex Shorts has done a very good job of the play call as a game manager. Um, Jordan Nealon's had some good games as well. I mean, like, but they're going to need a whole lot more. Than they can knock out Belleville, though.
0: Yeah. Because, you know, Belleville's, they know what they're getting into with Belleville. Undefeated coming into the this game this Saturday. Mm-hmm. And. Right. They know what West Bloomfield has. They've played them before. They've beaten them. they played
1: them twice. They've yep. them twice.
0: Right. So, like you said, this is third time's a charm, possibly?
1: Yeah. Well, I'll go over my picks in a little bit. Yep. But um, but I think when you look at West Bloomfield, their success, I mean, like, of course, a lot of people – and I look at West Bloomfield um, when they took on um, Sterling Heights-Stevenson uh, when they put on 63. Yeah. Uh, Edwards had six touchdowns in that game. I mean, you know, a lot of people were really impressed with West Bloomfield um, at that day at game at Rumpel. Um, you and me were not surprised. That, no. But I didn't expect that score, but um, <laughs> but we weren't surprised that Donovan Edwards would put up that that crazy type of stat line. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, but West Bloom is a team that's not just Donovan Edwards. There, there's others that could do some damage. too. that defense is really good over there. Um, down in the swamp. I mean, that defense is really good. Um, and then you look at, of course, the um, the playoffs when path West Memphis has to go through, of course, knocking off two Mac Red teams and um, Green High Susan and Romeo. Um, they also knocked off Utica Ford and Troy as well. So, you know, so when you really look at West Memphis, their path, I mean, like really early on, not. As strong, and then when they got to um, Sterling Heights Stevenson, um, they made a statement. And you know, and you know, and then when they knocked off Romeo, Romeo was coming in riding with confidence, but but um, West Bloomfield just really proved those doubters to rest when they came to Romeo.
0: I don't know if there are any doubters going into the Romeo game. I know, uh, what you know, Romeo to it, it, you know, earn that spot to go up against West Bloomfield had a turnover explosion. Right, in the previous yeah. game. And,
1: against Stony Creek, yes. Right, and, and you that, know that
0: that wasn't going to happen with the Lakers. I mean, they no, are, no, they no. control that ball, and you hand it off to Edwards, and you know it's in secure hands. Mm-hmm. And um, a balanced attack against uh, Belleville is kind of what's in order, um, at least That's I think so coming up. They need balanced attack.
1: Right, they need that against them. And, of course, I know last year's game with Belleville, they were up 22 nothing, and then things just fell apart. Um, they gave them 27 unanswered. Um, and they're going to need that balance, of course. Let's not forget, I mean, like, um, you know, for West Bloomfield, this, I mean, for them, you know, for them, and of course, they've been to Ford Field before, um, but the last two years has been double. It's kept them out of going to Ford Field. Um, so for them, this is the test. Yeah. This is going to be the test for them. And for West, for West Bloomfield. For them to get to where they want to go, which is Ford Field, they have got to get past Belleville, and that's not going to be an easy task. They've been down there on the road to Belleville the last two years, lost both games. This is this has got to be the game where they can get, where they got to get by the Tigers. It's not going to be an easy game, but we know Belleville's got a very good athletic quarterback in Christian Drew Reed. Um, on film, he he. he on film, you know, he's not the he he. I don't, he but there's a reason why he's the MHS state um best best passing leader for touchdowns. He uh-huh. there's a reason why he is, and he's got a great he's got a good he's got a good release. Um, can get by pressure. Um, you know, he can throw it. Obviously, you can, can
0: throw- see he sees his receivers. He's good vision. Yes,
1: he does. He's not a real big guy either. I mean, like he's not a really big guy either. So. So, West Louis is going to have their hands full going up against a very good Belleville team. Um, And they've been, Double's been killing opponents as well. They put 69, um, and Double's been putting up some real sick numbers, of course. um, Outscored the last eight opponents by combined 474 to 60, including (laughs) a 177 to 46 mark in the postseason.
0: Mm. Very similar to the Lakers.
1: Very similar, yes. And they got some. Bellow's got some very good players as well. Of course um, yeah. they got two very good wide receivers in Darrell Johnson and Tyree Lockett. They got a good running back to Kobe Johnson. Um, and then their defense has been very good this year as well. Of course, they got a very good lineman in David Payne, who is um you know, ranked the second best player um in the state behind Donovan Edwards. Um and then their secondary with Miles Roser and um Charles Wilson. Wilson had two, two um two, um Interceptions last week against Detroit, Cass Tech, both picking back for touchdowns. Um, but you know, and, and um, but you know this, and they got four very good linebackers. I mean, the yeah. Cameron Dyson, Aaron Alexander, Azam Boyd, and Deshaun Green. But for Belleville, this has been their biggest problem. For Belleville, this has been their Achilles heel. It's been the state semifinal round. The mm. last two years, Belleville lost in 2018 to Chippewa Valley, 28 to 16, at Athens. And then when they went to Howell last season, they gave up a um, a um, touchdown late in that game where they lost twenty two nineteen. It was a catching, it was a diving catch for a touchdown to um, seal it for um for Brighton um, in that game. Where um, and Melville just didn't have a lot of answers in that game against um Brighton. So
0: well, you definitely have the two heavyweights going against each other and gonna be throwing some haymakers this Saturday. Yeah, I expect and there will be some haymakers. It should be a good game, and we'll we'll do the picks later, like you said. So let's get on to what happened up at Traverse City Central.
1: Oh, my uh God. You know, you
0: had we had uh, hopes that it would be a tighter match, and for the first half, it was.
1: And yeah, then the uh, then back. the
0: turnover machine uh, turned on, and uh, there she wrote. That's all. That's uh, kind of fell apart.
1: Everything changed when Cassandra connected to. Um, I believe it was Death Branch, Death Blanch, did in foam with the ball, and Travis Central took it back for a touchdown. So that's when everything changed, and everything just started falling apart for North Farmington at the seed. They had five turnovers. They, 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 they just, they, Travis Central. You to credit to Travis Central's defense. I mean, they played well. They played very good. I mean, they were very effective. Um, um, North Farmington, you know, looked good, very good early, especially with Justin Whitehorn. Um, he was dominant early on in the first half. Well, um, was leading to 15 yards in the second half. Um, because North Farmington trailed so much, it kind of had that feeling of UD Jesuit all over again for North Farmington that second half, where they were outscored 44-12. Yeah. was pressured. Um he threw a couple bad balls. Um, he threw a couple really bad but bad balls in that game. He four picks. Um, and
0: once you get to the point where you're down so much, obviously you got to air it out because you need points quick, right? right and you need
1: points quick. And, and uh, you know, so
0: high risk, high reward, and the risk was uh, faulty throws, and that's kind of what happened. It did him in.
1: That's what happened. I mean, like, when you look at a course um, – and we know Traverse City Central is a very good football team. Yes. We know that and it didn't help things for North Family having that 56-day hiatus. Um, you know, they they um I mean like it that did not help things um at all for North Frampton. They had the extra week yes, right. um, you know, where they weren't playing. Um I just think that um the difference in that game was Traverse City Central really found a they had to Traverse City Central had the weather an early storm. They had to, um, with North Farmington of course, um, controlling things early. Um, they had a good start. I mean, like, they had a really good start. Um, but, but Traverse City Central, I give, I give them, um, I give their, um, coaching staff a lot of credit, Eric Sugars, a lot of credit for, um, for following the game plan. I yeah. mean, like, that they did against North Farmington, um. And, and, and they North came North...
0: and they came ready to play, right? I mean mm-hmm. uh you know, there were some turnovers on their side of things, but nothing that was so detrimental. And right. this case right? was
1: a whole other story. I mean yeah in the first quarter in the first half they had a one forty three to fifty um, yard advantage on total offense. I mean that was how that's how the game changed. I mean like, now I know um at Oswald didn't help things for North Farmington was there were a couple of um couple of mishaps of course. Um Massimo Scamati is a field goal kicker. He missed two field goals. Mm-hmm. Um Jasper Beeler. He dropped an open touchdown pass for them the chance to take a two score lead. I mean like I mean like you know just some things you cannot have, you know, you know, and that led to what happened with doing farm what happened with our farm. I mean, yeah. like um you know you gotta if you want to go on the road, especially in the northwest Michigan <laughs> and pull off an upset, you can't afford to have drop balls. Well, it's the playoffs too, Sammy. To it's, yeah, it's it's the playoffs.
0: playoffs. You have, and it's you have to be on point. And you see the teams that can have long playoff runs as they are focused. They take advantage mm-hmm. of uh, you know the scoring opportunities given them, and they convert. You know, you can't, you you, can't, you can't you leave can't points on mistakes. the field. You can't
1: leave points on the board. I mean, like you know, because that could come back and bite you. They did that to North Farmington. I mean. Obviously when you look at what happened in that game, I mean like, you know, if North Farrent were going two scores on Traverse City Central, they went up if they were, instead of like if they were to convert on those um on those plays. I mean, there were several extra points missed. I thought Massimo, I thought their field goal kicker Massimo Scotty Scani- Gamati um he didn't have a really good game at all. I mean, we thought he was one for three from field goal, uh missed, missed at least two extra points. I mean, mm-hmm. like so I didn't think he had a really good game. But and in the playoffs, you're right. They have to convert. And the bottom line is this: if you don't convert in games, you're not going to win them, especially in the postseason. Yeah, so and and talking
0: to... about, and talking about the kicking game, just uh, kind of you know thinking about it. And a lot of the kicking game is timing and rhythm, right? I mean, it, or mm-hmm. it the, it all is. And there
1: wasn't a lot of wind out there. And, and like, but but with aesthetic.
0: timing and uh, you know making sure that that timing is right, you know, and the rhythm yeah. is right. It could be thrown off. I mean, if you're not, uh, if, <laughs> if you've been off playing a while, that can have an impact on your rhythm and your timing, right?
1: Well, I think that 56 days really did hurt North Fireman. But, um, it, it, I think it really did because, you know, the fact that Sideline was forced to work that, um, district final, and then of course the, um, and then, um, you know, and then having to go up to Traverse City Central with a four a four hour long bus ride. Yeah. Um, it, I mean, like, it didn't it, help it, them. It,
0: I'll just it it, say it, it, it was not an advantage for them to do that.
1: No, right. no, it's not. And I think it's a very it's very difficult how that unfolded. Um, you know, but I thought that um, I thought you know with um, Traverse City Central really good. Um, their defense is better than what I give them credit for. There's a reason why the Travis East Central allowed more than 22 points this season. They allowed it on two occasions. One in this game and the other one against uh, Midland where they gave up 22 points. Um, wow. I mean, their defense was really good in this game. And it showed. I mean, it showed. I mean, like, um, you know, especially when you get outscored 44-12. Um, <laughs> You know, in the second half, that's... Yeah. that's
0: and the takeaways. And it's yeah, amazing how, like you said, one takeaway can lead mm-hmm. to momentum for the other team. Just not only a takeaway, but a, a, a scoop and score, Um, it, it just flips the momentum. And if one team's already struggling to try to put points on the board and the other one gets them easy, you yeah, know, that can like really play with it. your head.
1: It led to a tailspin, you know what I mean? And basically what happened was, you know, that one play in the middle of the third quarter changed the whole game. I mean, like, you know, because I thought if, if if there were a couple other things, too, we talked about earlier. But with North Farmington, um, and also what didn't help them was they got worn down. And, you know, the lack of depth really mm. hurt them in this game.
0: Yeah, 28 I mean, players look- total for North Farmington.
1: That's not good at all. I mean like that is not good at all. I mean that that comes down to program strength for me. Yeah. When you look at when you look at North Farmington, um And with 28, Kobe-
0: that means the guys are playing both ways and the majority of them are playing both ways.
1: Yeah, you're going offense, defense, special teams. I mean like it's very difficult, especially in the playoffs where you can bring up some JV kids um, you know, for to give them some experience and you know, but I don't but I don't know what North Farmington, um, what North Farmington's done. I mean, like the last few, um, you know, with their program strength, but that is going to be certainly be a concern for them, Hanging the off season. Yeah. Um, I do, I do expect there will be some changes over there at North Farmington, though. Um, next season, of course, they do lose Busandra, they lose Whitehorn, um, but Rice and Beeler are back. Um, Aaron Rice, I could see possibly changing a quarterback. He played quarterback at them. Wild Lake Western before coming over to North Farmington. Um, so I think it'll be very interesting to see where John, Coach John Hursting and his team goes next year when you look at North Farmington on um, football. Um, there's going to be a lot of questions surrounding them next year. Um, so
0: yeah. we'll and see what happens. So, that, so we got two left. They're moving on.
1: Two left, yeah.
0: Uh, we got uh, the Powerhouse and the Lakers and the Miracle Kids and the Knights. Yep. And we're going to uh sit back and grab our uh tub of popcorn on Saturday yeah, <laughs> because uh, I believe both games should be televised in some fashion because it is the uh the semifinals, right? I
1: know bless Bluefield and Belvos on Fox Sports Detroit. I know that but I, but I know I think the Oak Park um Traverse City uh, uh, the Oak Park on the South game is on um probably be on the live stream of Fox Sports Detroit app. Um but it's very interesting storylines for both, yeah. um, for both the both games. Um, you know, when you look at the matchup between, um, with, um, Oak Park taking on, um, Warren D. LaSalle, of course, um, let's not forget here. When you look at Oak Park's opponent, Warren D. LaSalle, this team really has had a very, um, they had a turbulent off season. Um, they named a new head coach and Dan Ron, um, back in March, um, robson very successful coaching at Grand Rapids, West Catholic. Um, you know, we let's not forget what happened at DS DSL. I mean, like the hazing scandal. Um, oh, um, yeah. you know Forgot it, about all that. Know,
0: That's so that long caused,
1: ago. Yeah, it was yeah, it was in 20 remember that game with Groves where um where they were supposed to Warren DSL was supposed to play Groves yeah. and all of a sudden he had that hazing scandal that forced them out of the playoffs? Um um and then you know you look at Warren DS South coming in. They're coming in with the um, they didn't have they. I think they were two and four before they got in the playoffs. Um, they knocked off. Um, they had a nice win against Portage Lake St. Mary's, winning twenty one thirteen. Um, but their losses were um, but their losses. Um, they lost to Birmingham my Brother Rice twenty seven twenty five. Lost to Novi Detroit Catholic Central thirteen ten. Whoa. Um.
0: Very they, close. Were blown
1: out, they were blown out by DeWitt 43 to 3. 35 to nothing. Oh <laughs> um, Now in the postseason, you know, for um Warren DSL, I mean, they've outscored their um their last four five of, their last um four opponents by a combined one seventy four to twenty three. So now that that makes it more interesting here because Warren DSL has not played that type of postseason test as Oak Park has. You know, we know about Oak Park's pass, but yeah. Warren DSL really has not had um that type of playoff pass. Um they do got some very good athletes, of course. Um, you know, at Warren DSL, you're always gonna have very good athletes. Starting in quarterback and Brady Drogosh. Um he is a, he can he's a, he, he can play the RPO type. He's a running quarterback. He can also throw it as well. Uh, Brent Stanley's the best player. Very good at running back. Um, he's also their team's punt returner. Um, he had two rushing touchdowns against Warren Mott. Um, and then their wide receiving core in Alton McCullum and Jacob Yannick. Um, <clears throat> and their top defender, that's linebacker, Will Beasley. So when you look at this matchup here, if there's one advantage Oak Park has in this game against Warren Dia Salas up front. And I think and I think having Rayshon Benny back is gonna be huge for mm-hmm. them. Um, Warren us historically between these two teams, this is the third meeting between these two teams. Um, Warren DSL won both meetings, um fourteen seven in 2017 at Wayne State, and then they were blown out at night, and then Oak Park was blown out at Knight Valley, losing 35-7 in 2018. So Oak Park's got a lot to prove in this game against Warren DSL. Um, I mean, both teams stories. Both teams' yeah. stories are really interesting. Of course, you know we talked Oak Park exclusively early yep. in the podcast, but Warren DSL, we know about that Hazen scandal. You know the whole change; It changed presidents, they changed um, administration, they changed coaches. I mean, like, but they, I mean,
0: like having two wins on the season, right? That's what you said. Two wins only coming yeah, into the have, playoffs, so it's a yeah, similar type of mm-hmm. you know underdog mentality for them mm-hmm. as well as Oak Park. So. Yeah, you got two of those uh, quote-unquote underdogs coming together.
1: Yeah, and I think that's going to be the interesting story, obviously. Um, you know, when you look at Oak Park, I mean, like, I did write a column on Oak Park um, on the blog at at com. I just want to take a look at that. I want to put that on the T V blog as well. Yeah. Um, send,
0: send it our way uh, if uh, our listeners aren't aware. Sammy mm-hmm. writes a column for uh, Orient Neighborhood Television. It's on our website. And uh, we have a news blog that's kicking, and we're trying to keep uh, Sammy's uh, articles up and running. He's a feature writer for us as well. So Mm -hmm. for more in-depth reporting and coverage uh, from Sam, uh, you can find it at orientontv.org. Just click our news feed uh, link.
1: Yep. And um, back to this this game, Um, I think when you look at Oak Park's played a very tough schedule. They played three they played a couple schools that had more than two thousand kids. Not forget (laughs) the big three.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, they have went to they've been on the road a lot. Now Warren DSL's been on the road some as well. But when you look at this game when you look at this game here on paper, it looks to be an interesting football game between Oak Park and Warren DSL. I mean, the winner will take on Traverse City Central or Muskegon Mona Shores in the um, state final. So when you look at if it's Oak Park going up against going up against one of those two teams, yeah. it'll be very interesting. But I just think it's going to be a real interesting game between Oak Park and Traverse City Central. Oak, I'm oh, sorry, and Wounded South. Oak Park's got a lot to prove in this game. Yes. They've lost twice to Wounded South in their history. I mean, like. <laughs> Even though this is a different one, DSL team with Dan Rowan in there, Roan has done a really good job taking the pilots into making them into a contender. Um and especially in the postseason. They've been really dominant. Last week they blew out Warren Mott 45 to 3. Um They've beaten, they've outscored teams 174 to 23. This is going to be a very tough. I think it's going to be a very tough game for for um, Warren D. the South, even though they're going to have home field advantage playing at Wayne State, you know, going up against Oak Park. Yeah. So it's going to, this game, this game's got a lot of storylines <laughs> in there, a lot of, you know, and it's Oak Park,
0: And it's one of those uh, games where, you know, you watch Oak Park and the way they're going through the postseason, you would mm-hmm. traditionally go, hey, that's a, a, a strong program. They're playing very well. They're going, you know, they're just kind of they're tough opponents, and they're winning and winning. But with – you don't know. I mean, this game, to me, is kind of one of those pick them, flip them, you know, take the coin and flip it and call it. But, I mean, I don't know if we're doing our picks just yet. We're at 45. Yeah. Right, so, um, but it's – when does Oak Park stop being the underdog? Do they ever?
1: I don't think they do. I don't, <laughs> I don't think they do. I mean, like, I think Oak Park's a team that could do some. Significant damage. I mean, like, um, I they're playing, they're playing without no limits. They're playing with house money. Yeah. Um, Maybe I think they, the I bet you they
0: love the underdog moniker. They're like, "Yep, you don't think." I think nobody had, a, nobody think... thought we had a shot, and here we are.
1: Yeah, I think the pressure's going to be on Warren DeSaul. Of course, um, you know, of course, um, but Oak Park's playing with house money. I know they're getting a lot of attention, you know, but I think the pressure's going to be on Warren DeSaul this game. I really do. Yeah. And then of course we have West Bluefield and Belleville. Of course.
0: Which, which we talked pressure. about. I mean that it, these are two heavyweights. I mean, you, yes. there's no other way to put it. You got mm-hmm. you got the heavyweight match um, this Saturday at Bel. Bellev-
1: Crowell versus Ron Bellamy <laughs> coaching matchup
0: at uh, got, Belleville, right? I mean, it's at yeah, the be at
1: Belleville.
0: Yep, and uh, you've got uh, marquee players. You've got uh, D1 talent. You have mm-hmm. st- uh, programs that are, you know, Belleville's. You know, had strong program for years and They've
1: have, had it maybe in the last maybe last four or five years yeah I mean, very, West Columbia, we know it's been been yeah. the standard bearer since 2013
0: right so, so it's like you have this uh coming together of these two programs and um it's it's either going to be a low scoring affair <laughs> Right, because two strong defense going at each other, um, and but I I don't think it's going to be fifty to whatever, you know. No, it's not I, mean, I, be I, that. I, I think
1: I, you got maybe high twenties, maybe.
0: Yeah, on both high sides, 20s. and it's going to be within seven points. I think it could even come down mm-hmm. to a, you know, it it could be the turnover battle. It could be just something silly like that. You know, one turnover, two toners could uh, to could uh, tip the scales in favor of uh, one team or the other.
1: I think Alex Short's the X factor in this game. He's the wild card. It's how um, it's how he plays in this game. Now I know Donovan M is going to get a lot of wildcat carries, but yeah. I think you know Alex Short is the X factor in this game because if he can come out and play like he's been all year long, being the perfect game manager, Yeah. Then that gives West Bloomfield another option because everything when you look at West Bloomfield's offense. Has relied a lot on Donovan Edwards, and I'm not taking away from the other very good, talented players like Dylan Tatum. Um, but everything surrounds West Bloomfield surrounds Donovan Edwards and what he does. I mean, they can put him anywhere yeah. at receiver, you put him at quarterback, you put him at running back. I mean, like he's that kind of a player. Now, last season against um against Belleville, West Bluefield had a 22 nothing lead gave up 27 straight. Lost that tough one. Mm-hmm. Um 13 and then 2018, lost 13-10. I mean, you know, so for West Bloomfield, the road for them goes through Belleville. Bell- for Belleville, they want to get by this round to get to Ford Field. Yeah. They feel they got a good chance to do it. Um they they we we talked about the talent that Belleville has. We know about the countless Bluefield hats. So you you are right. This is going to be two classic dominant heavyweight fights. It's going to be a heavyweight fight.
0: And something that I I don't remember us bringing it up, I know we talked about it uh, prior to going on air, um, is that uh, the, the marquee players will be with their high school teams until the end. Yeah, that's right? huge. I don't know uh, if we have well, even brought that up because there was some speculation, like we, you know, college uh, classes begin next week.
1: Well, um, there across is, there the is state. some. There is some that decided to keep their kids in. Belville did not have a couple kids that that they had last week in Troy Cass Tech play because of the um because they went to college. Mm. Um,
0: but they are, well, they, yes, they are eligible to play. They yes. can play,
1: and the marquee
0: yes. names on both sides are playing.
1: Mm-hmm. The right? Top two players, of course. Um, Bellville's a um, very good defensive lineman, and Daryl Payne, um, and then um, West but Obviously, with Don and Dan Payne, West Bloomfield with Dominic Edwards. um yep. Those are going to be the two marquee players that to was, keep an eye on,
0: right? Because that was one of the questions: of going, "Hey, college begins and." You're enrolled and you start your classes. And we found out that, um, I guess it was over really? the weekend that he'll be here for the, you know, Edwards will be here for the long haul. Harbaugh yeah, said that he huge. could continue to play, which I think is the right decision. I think that's great. You get a chance to, you know, play in the playoffs with your high school buddies, you know, the last time in your career. And Let them
1: finish what they started. You exactly. Know what I mean? what Let exactly. them finish what they started. And I think, you know, that's a very good, um, very good, um, decision um let's I think so go too. to the let's go to the pitch for um i do want to quickly preview clarkston versus um versus uh well, let's McCom- do
0: well, let's do that real I quick said, like, let's yeah. let's do the uh the um let's do that
1: oh yeah clarkston versus grand blank i'm yeah. quarterfinal take place tuesday at la pierre uh grand blanks had a really nice year but they haven't seen it team like Clark, so I, you look at that matchup um Clarkston's played a tougher schedule they've been i know kelly pinner really well um we know about clinton wiki mm-hmm. they got others they got others as well um that's gonna be a three-game set i think clarkson really? blows out grand blank yep i really do um northern michigan has had a ton of problems against away i um whether it's been on um, lake orion or clarkston um They've had a ton of problems against the um, teams from Oakland County. Um, So, and I think I expect that to continue this time around. Now, the winner of that will likely take on either Birmingham-Marion or um, Macomb-Dakota. I think it's going to be Clarkson versus Birmingham-Marion. I just think that it would be a really interesting matchup. I think it would be a good game. Um, I can see Clarkson getting by, getting to the weekend, taking on maybe Lowell. I think Lowell is a very those very good. I like Jessica Vertizma very well over there at um, Lowell. Um, so I, I, it's going to be very interesting. I think Clarkson could get to the state final this weekend. I, I would not surprise you if the Wolves get to the state final this weekend.
0: And for those who aren't familiar with the, where we sit with uh, the volleyball postseason, uh, the game There's... coming up is quarters?
1: Quarters, yep. Quarterfinals and semifinal final.
0: Okay. And the plan for the finals is Kalamazoo again, correct?
1: In Battle
0: Creek. Or Battle Creek, excuse me. So, okay. Yep. So that's normal. That's where they usually play the finals. And um, yep. there's a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of familiar schools again. I mean, Marion, what can you say about Marion? I mean.
1: Well, they knocked off Mercy. Farmington knows Mercy in the regional final at Athens.
0: Yeah. Solid squad. You know, Always, you Mercy know,
1: was th- ready to win the whole thing.
0: Yep. Yep. So we've seen teams do that before in the past, <clears throat> Lake mm-hmm. Orion. Right, teams yeah. teams that uh, knock off the the big bruiser uh, unexpectedly and roll to roll through the I playoffs. I think
1: Lake Lloyd and Clarkson and volleyball, when the MHA does their district tournaments in June. I think Lake. I think they need to split Lake Lloyd. I think so too. Off. I really do. They need to. I, mean, I remember 2011. They did that. Lake Lloyd went east, Clarkson went west, yeah. northwest, and they, they met in the semifinals.
0: That was yeah, that was great. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's you have two programs that are so you, even potentially three in, in that, in these, uh, you know, post, first round of the post season. And you're going, man, mm-hmm. you're we're beating up on each other and yeah, I'd love to split them up. That'd be great. That'd
1: be great. Um, let's all right. Go so to let's the,
0: go your picks, dude. We're at 52.
1: We got, let's go to, let's, let's look at those, these matchups here. Of course. Um, we got West Bloomfield taking on Belleville. It's going to be on Fox sports. Detroit. Um, when you're looking at this game here, we talked about the preview, the matchup, the the star powers in here. Yeah, it's this got is going to a real interesting game.
0: The coaching names.
1: Yep. Got Jermaine Crowell versus Rob Bellamy. History. Quarter, yep. History. <laughs> Scoring, um,
0: defense. We got everything.
1: Yep. And you got this MHA leader in um, career record holder for passing touchdowns at 132. Um, You got... Two very good receivers, two very good running backs, a stout defense on one side, the other side you got a very star heavy running back, um, along with a very good supporting cast. Absolutely. On. So when you look at this matchup here, Ian, um, what are you looking at? And <laughs> and um and um what are you looking at? Oh this my match?
0: I see this is one of those that you have two teams that are these are the two most equally matched clubs coming together at this time, right? At least in my mind. I, I just see them on paper going, man, uh, you have strength against strength, weakness against weakness, and, you know, how, does, how is this going to play out? I, I see've
1: won the last two against West Bloomfield.
0: They have. So they have some confidence coming in, but could they be overconfident? They're also playing at home, correct?
1: Right. right. West
0: Bloomfield on the road uh, has been solid. And um, they, you know, they've been the home team, right? They've been playing at home so far.
1: They've been in the swamp, but they've also been on the road.
0: Yeah. Yep. So uh, I would say that this is going to be a tight game. Maybe uh, 21. uh, I I say, I want to say West Bloomfield takes it. They finally get the monkey off their back and they win by two. It's going to be close, but in the twenties, it's going to be very close. Think
1: 24. You think 23, 21?
0: Twenty three, twenty one, twenty four, twenty one, something crazy like that. Something I don't there's not gonna be like thirty six or forty tagged onto this. I think it's gonna be in the twenties.
1: And... I'd be shocked that there was, you know what I'd be mean? shocked that there was. If both defenses get swapped or ramped up or I'd be really shocked if that happens. Um but when I look I'm looking at this game here and I'm saying to myself, Okay, <laughs> West Bloomfield this is their, this is, if they're, if they're serious about getting back to Ford Field, you have to go through Belleville. And I know Coach Ron Bellamy' team, I know Coach Ron Bellamy, Zach Hilverson crew very well. This has been the team that has kept them from their dreams. And you look at this game here on paper. Belleville has a ton of talent. They got a ton of athletes, but they, but this is where the round with Belleville collapses. They did it last year against Brighton. They did it two years ago at Cipolla Valley. This time around, it's at home for them. They have West Bloomfield. They've, they've beaten them last two years. I don't think it's going to be three in a row for Belleville. I think the curse continues for the tigers. I think the Lakers overcome that hump win that game, I'm saying 35-28 in favor of West Luton. Okay.
0: So, uh, Mm -hmm. a one-score game for the most part, right?
1: Yep. It's going to be very tight.
0: Yep. And uh, we're both in agreement that uh, the Lakers are going to move on.
1: Yes, to Ford Field. All right. It would take on either Davison or Rockford.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't even want to think about that just yet. You got to get on to uh, one more game. Oak park
1: and DSL.
0: Um, yeah we're about 56 and a half so quickly on your next pick
1: um this one's interesting um I think the run continues because I I like what Oak park's running with house money um I, I don't trust thel defense at all I, I just don't trust their defense um I think that oak I think Oak Park is they're gonna score in this game they gotta play mistake free. Yes. So you know they they weren't that last week against Savonia Churchill. So, but I've got Oak Park in this game. I got it All one.
0: All right, I have Oak Park as well. Just for every reason you were stating, um, they they're on a mission. They they are, like you said, their their route through the playoffs has been a dogfight. You know, it's tough quality opponents, and. You know they're they're battling for W's, and it they've shown that they can pull out the big play when needed, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, I don't think they're gonna have to pull out the big play to win this next round. Um, I'm with you. I think they win by ten. I think it's a ten point w for Oak Park,
1: yeah, and I think that's gonna be the case here. Um, I haven't been impressed with the South postseason season schedule. Um, I just have not I, I mean, like, Yes, they play in a tough Catholic League Central, but I just think at the end of the day here, um, just how Oak Parks and playing, um I know both teams did not play perfect. Um, they not played mistake free football last week. Um uh, but but with Warren Deal South's case was the blowout, and then you look at um Oak Park's case of dramatics, yeah. yeah. So I, I th- so I've got Oak Park as well. You got Oak Park as I well. I do,
0: I do, by Several
1: 10. Of our p- you know, it's three to three when you look at picks this week. You know, we do big picks every week. <laughs> yeah, I put years on the blog as well. Oh, you do? So, <laughs> oh, yeah, great. <laughs> so, yeah, yep. So, we'll see what happens going forward. All right. Uh, forward.
0: Last uh, statement for OA Nation for the day.
1: Um, we'll see what happens going forward. Of course, stay healthy, keep masking up, and um, you know, and it seems like we're turning the corner a little bit. Yeah, That's we're have some. Thing.
0: We should have some basketball to talk about pretty soon.
1: Yep, I just released my basketball previews if you want to take a look at them. Jamie Ta- Sammy Semicola. That's Sammy Semicola to
0: blogspot.com. I want to take a look at them. Awesome. And uh, we'll have our schedules and hopefully uh, televising these uh, basketball games coming up. All right. Yep. So thanks, Sam. We'll see you next week, buddy. You
1: too, my friend.
0: That's OA Now, produced by Sammy Termina, And the views on this show are his and mine alone. Tune into those games this Saturday. Should be classics. We'll have all the uh, reporting on it next week on OA Now. That's it for this week. We'll see you next week. See ya!